Lots of economic news to chew on this morning. Uh, the governor taking a victory lap over an independent group that rates state business climates. And when it comes to site selection, Site Selection Magazine saw Michigan leap eight spots. Uh, we're still out of the top ten. Uh, last year we finished 20th, so we're a bit higher now. This year we ranked eighth. That is a that is a big jump. Uh, and she is taking uh, kind of a victory lap on that. The question is, where will we be next year once the right-to-work stuff kicks in and prevailing wage and once our income tax is no longer as low as it is right now because the Democrats made it temporary, not permanent? Uh, we also saw some activity in the housing sector yesterday and another, uh, t- the Tax Foundation, talking about Michigan business climate as well. Who better to connect with than David Sowerby, Managing Director and Portfolio Manager at Ancora Bloomfield Hills. David, good morning and happy Thanksgiving. Guy, good morning right back at you. Enjoy this week. We have been already. Um, look, we saw the housing report come, sales of existing homes uh, down 4% in October when compared with September. That's the lowest sales pace since August of 2010. What does that say about our economy? Is that a, a, a caution light? Well, it, it certainly is with, um, with with mortgage rates staying stubbornly high. There's been some relief, but housing has been slowing down. You've seen uh, spending at some of the big box retailers, most notably Lowe's, Lowe's uh, earnings report yesterday, less spending on do-it-yourself for, the, uh, for you and I going into Lowe's and buying product. And, and I'll quickly go back and say to the – to the observation on Site Selection Magazine, the Tax Foundation, uh, let's roll in there even just this past uh, week or so, the Cato Institute ranking Michigan number seven in the country on freedom among the 50 states. This is a bit of a trifecta for the, the state of Michigan. Tax Foundation, great report every every uh, fall on economic competitiveness for states. Michigan ranks uh, number, number 12. Cato, number seven. Site Selection Magazine, great improvement. That all stems from the last 10 to 12 years of Michigan uh, consistently getting its competitive, competitiveness better. But you're right. Can we stay there with some of the, some of the more recent policies maybe not being as competitive as they could be. We should also add in CNBC put us in the top 10 uh, for doing business as well, and they use a very complicated 86-metric formula for uh, this. Uh, David, I'm, I'm looking at the 10 criteria Site Selection Magazine states matter most in their rankings, and you know, I'm thinking about Michigan, and I'm looking at you know utilities, the cost and reliability. We've had issues with that, and the transportation infrastructure, uh, as well, uh, and and how we jumped so far from twenty to eight with some of these, uh, some of these criteria. Well, workforce skills and also right to work. Yeah, that's right. Uh, both of which get mentioned a lot up at Macon and at other <laughs> business conferences. They do. We're going to see how we fare, given uh, right to work has changed. But if you take a step back and you do look at uh, where we do rank well, still personal income tax flat and low needs to stay low uh sales tax competitive uh property taxes generally competitive unemployment insurance on the cato institute they looked at uh cost of freedom 
such as how fiscally responsible is your state on spending. And you can't help ignore that three very, you know, credible agencies, Cato Institute, great free market think tank, Tax Foundation does some of the best work I've seen out of any of the think tanks. Site Selection Magazine, that ranks up there as well. You know, we, we should enjoy it while it lasts, but absolutely, Guy and Lloyd, keep fighting and pushing that we have to stay competitive because other states are not standing still. They're finding ways to reduce their income tax, going to a flat income tax, trying to be more competitive. Michigan can't stand still because other states are not. Uh, David, I'm looking at your newsletter for Ancora, and you tie it to Thanksgiving and things to be thankful for. And you're saying that it's been three and a half years of investing since the pre-pandemic stock market peak in 2020. And you're there, you're saying there's resiliency there. There sure is. If you think about two bear markets in the, in the early days of the pandemic, stocks fell about 35 percent. Last year was not much better. The stock market fell roughly 20%. So we've had two down bear markets in three and a half years. Yet the U.S. stock market, in this case, I'm trying to just look at the averages. The average U.S. S&P 500 company compounded just under 8%. Uh, If you look at those really big cap names like NVIDIA, Microsoft, Apple, just to name a few, they've compounded better than 10% to the investor That simply goes to two factors quickly. One, resiliency of U.S. business and I think households to fight through um, the tough economic environment, particularly out of the the pandemic. And, And then second, we just simply know there was so much stimulus, both from the fiscal authorities and even more so from the Federal Reserve Board. That stimulus found its way into asset prices and and into stock prices. David, as as you look at what happened in Marshall, where Ford announced yesterday that it is going to resume construction of that battery plant, but it's going to be reducing its productive capacity there by about 42%. How concerned are you that this is just one of several disappointments we may see as uh, consumers say no thank you to EVs, or at least they're going to delay that decision? And and what kind of a position does the put that big three in who have invested billions in this technology, which consumers may be reluctant to adopt? That That's such a, a critical question. If you think back, let's just say two years ago, when, when the auto companies were giving their forecasts on, on the demand for EV cars, that there was going to be stronger demand, they were going to meet it. We certainly know the federal government was uh, – sometimes encouraging and just pushing them in that direction with tax incentives. And we're finding out consumers aren't quite as embracing of, uh, of EVs versus good old fashioned internal combustion engine. Even when we bribe them. Slowing down. (laughs) (laughs) Even when we, even you're absolutely right. It's going to be a slower move to EVs. And then out of that, when you think about the car companies, Ford and GM in particular is they're generating a, ample amount of cash flow. That's great. I haven't seen that in decades for the car companies. But then with that cash flow, they're plowing it into uh, the EV capital expenditures, maybe not so fast. And as a shareholder, sometimes you'd like them to say, well, how about increasing the dividend to the shareholder? That might be a good use of cash flow as, in, as opposed to just you know what we've seen, and that goes to the, uh, 
to, to the CapEx on EVs. Or asking, when do we get a return on that investment? Absolutely. It's been a tough market for the autos. Tough for uh, many pockets of the market, but it, it certainly has been more challenging for the autos, given the fact that sales are meaningfully higher than they were a year ago. And when they report their quarterly profits, they've generally been beating Wall Street expectations and generating that 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 great cash flow. Then it comes down to what are you doing with the cash flow for the shareholder? Back to his you know, uh, newsletter here. He has four bullet points at the end. He's very thankful for the Lions' best start since 1962. <laughs> now, now, Jamie, just don't ask me what the stock market did in 1962 because I looked it up. It wasn't so great. We'll take the Lions. We'll take Michigan's unemployment rate right at about 4%. Yeah. Pretty close to what the U.S. is. I'm glad for that. I'm glad that companies are still resilient in the face of some misguided fiscal policy. We find a way to manage through it and fight through it right? and be thankful. But as you point out, Cato Institute, Tax Foundation, and Site Selection all ranking Michigan at or near the top 10 for competitiveness. And We uh, need to stay there. And that's that's a good thing. And, yeah, we'll watchdog that, and I know you will too. I sure will. <laughs> Great resources for information for all the listeners. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the meal. And uh, we're thankful for your insights, David. My pleasure. Right back at you. All right, David Sowery, Managing Director at Ancora. When we come back, if you try to get an appointment with your doctor lately, you may have some trouble given the fact that we do have a primary care physician shortage. How bad is it? That's next on JR Morning at 749.